4: Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. It's WTIC on a Wednesday. Friday, we're doing our we're doing our thing at the Avon Old Farms Hotel. If you want to come by. We'll be broadcasting all day there for the Salvation Army, as we do every year for the Holiday Store. I've got a little rasp in my voice, which I hadn't noticed. This is the first time today I've had my voice coming back into my ears so loud and with headphones, and I can hear it. I've got a tiny, tiny cold. All is well, though, and I will not infect you. I want to talk to you about my new mission. I figured it. I've been, you know, since the election, I've been trying to figure out what to do. Like, what is it exactly that we can do to best put these airwaves to uh, to use, and I've figured it out. But Jim is on the phone, so let's talk to him. James in Willington. Hello, Jim.
2: How are you? Nice to talk to you. Thank you, sir. You know, I just, uh, my mind normally is all over the place. In the last eight nine days, I've been off my feet, so I'm trying to get my center axis back. That the way I think.
5: What do you mean you've been but, off your feet? Were you injured? Oh
2: uh, uh, no, I got I got whatever. Fifty million things is going around, and it's my fault that I caught. You know, I'm, I'm trying to determine how less how less of an American I am because I didn't follow the uh, guidelines of the uh, federal government when it comes to my health. But anyway,
5: well, you're more of a, a you know, no true American listens to the federal government for health advice.
2: Well, well, that's why there's that's why there are more and more traitors in America based on the politicians who were calling those traitors for doing exactly what you said exactly what you said but you know um i've got a son who uh who was very uh very supportive of um, all the covid stuff and he had since had a a, uh daughter my my granddaughter and make a long story short he got his eyes open He, he got his eyes open because they all caught covid including his daughter his daughter's not even a year old yet
5: and he was following closely all the protocols so he was shocked how did i get covid when i've had every shot they told me to get
2: that 's exactly correct, he, um, he was absolutely shocked, and the funny thing is, we used to get into arguments about it. I said, "Listen, you know, just use, use your common sense and just do some research. It, everything can 't be one way about every single thing now you've you 've got to look at it, and it was like it was the same conversation we used to have about uh, uh, trump 's policies and the results thereof, mm-hmm. not, not, not trump 's personality, but anyway, he got his eyes open he, he got his eyes open, and obviously any parent's going to be concerned, and he was very concerned. And in the end, um, uh, his daughter got over it uh, two days
6: mm-hmm.
2: while well, he he hung on for uh, another five and his uh, his wife hung on for – she had it for another five days after that.
5: Yeah, but how were the I, – I mean, I don't think it matters so much how long you have it for, but rather the nature of the symptoms and how severe they are. So well, they I, were- I had it for – it probably took me – 10 days to be rid of all the symptoms, but it was, I would, in retrospect, I would choose my experience with COVID over a medium-level cold or a mild case of the flu. It was very easy to deal with.
2: Yes, well, well, it gets to the point about what I went through. Bottom line is I thought I had some type of flu. Obviously, I tested for COVID. I have a home test. I tested it was negative. And I've had worse. Now, I didn't have COVID, so I can't say I did, obviously. But I've had worse, much worse symptoms with other things that I've caught over the years.
5: Well, wait a sec. You could have had COVID because if you, you know, those aren't 100% accurate, particularly no. if you take them right at the beginning, they're likely to miss the COVID if you take it too quickly, the test.
2: Yeah, yeah, I understand. And I'll certainly, I'm planning on taking another one it's the first day I actually got out of the house. But uh, off off subject, I, I was wondering did you just see the uh, little blip in the uh, media, which I couldn't believe they covered it. Mr. Avenatti got uh, fourteen years.
5: Did oh, I also... didn't see that. That's awesome.
2: Yes, and I I, I would like to remind you that it was Mr. Avenatti who CNN compared to the the Holy Trinity or the Holy Ghost, excuse me. They also said he was the best, the most, number one contender to run in twenty twenty. Well, MSNBC backed that up with him being the man, quote, the man, uh, somebody who should be able to um, help stabilize and save the country. Those are MSNBC's words, Michael Avenatti, and we don't have to go over what he did to his clients, including Ms. Stormy Trump, who ended up having to pay Donald Trump, I believe $300,000, uh, which I don't believe he, Mr. Trump collected or took, so so there is.
5: Well, that's good news about Avenatti. I'm excited to hear that he he was a uh, he was a butte, and it was great that that little recap you did. It's fun to be reminded of of that whole scenario because uh, because that was totally bizarre the way the networks be. You know, we don't have news networks anymore. We have uh, no, we have we uh, hustlers looking for to draw eyes to their channels, and and they'll yep, do whatever's yep. necessary, like everybody will.
2: And if I could have just another 20 seconds.
5: 20 um, seconds.
2: The FBI and all of what they've been doing. I'd, I'd like somebody out, out there to take a good look at the history of the FBI in the last 50 years. What they've caught concerning security in this country, what they've missed concerning security in this country, and then the behavior and how they molded that behavior based on the decade that they were in. The FBI was. Going uh, on
5: oh, now. Oh, oh, you're going into long form now. You said 20 seconds, but okay, but, there you go. but you know I thought... if, um, if I I would want to look at the period before um, the death of J Edgar Hoover, the firing of him, because what do you know? What year Hoover left the FBI? I believe he
2: died in '68.
5: <laughs> yeah, wasn't he fired before then? Didn't Nixon no, no, throw him he, out, or did he, he was, die in office? No, no,
2: no. He was never fired. He had he had uh, 50 years of files that miraculously different oh that's
5: right yeah so so um I would say if we look at the FBI up to that point then we know everything we need to know about the FBI why would we think the institution would change when the whole institution was formed around J Edgar Hoover why would we think it's different why you know assume the obvious Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Mike's calling from Hartford hello Mike
7: oh uh, good afternoon thanks for uh thanks for line I appreciate it so up until very recently, I was, I'm a conservative guy, but I've been, I've been very skeptical when I've heard that, you know, these vaccinations are, are meant to monitor you and, and all these sorts well, of things. Well, you should be skeptical
5: that? when you hear stuff like that.
7: Yeah, I, I just thought there were vaccinations. We didn't need them for COVID. I never had them. But other conservative friends were saying, you know, these, this is a way to track you, and I was like, impossible. But I recently came across an article after I was reading about Klaus Schwab um, who's a very, very dangerous guy. I'm sure a lot of your listeners, you as well, know about him and what he's trying to do. And I came across this article, which is something that he's a proponent of, which is entitled Biocompatible Near-Infrared Quantum Dots that are delivered to the skin with a microneedle, which records your vaccination. So, in other words, what they're proposing is in order for you, me, whoever to fly, you have to get your skin, like you put your skin under a light or whatever it is, and they can So they see can
5: see a, a signal that has been in, injected into when they inject the vaccine.
7: It, it actually has your records, your records of which vaccinations you had, which you haven't, what do you need. And if they can do that, we're, we're just a step away from all sorts of records. Have you, you found know. any
5: confirmation of that?
7: I'm looking at it right now. I yes, but did you confirm
5: it. it? Did you take some keywords out of there and do a Google News search and see what else you uh, could come up with?
7: So I've looked. I've looked for this in a few different places. And articles that had been there
5: mm-hmm.
7: are mysteriously gone.
5: What's the? Uh, where is this story placed?
7: So I've found this in Science Translational Medicine, uh, HHS Public Access. Um, it, it's it's a very serious. Not not serious in the sense that oh my goodness, this is a serious situation. The article is very seriously written, scientifically seriously, written. Yeah, it looks credentialed, uh, but it's yeah, it's called just look just look at biocompatible near infrared quantum dots in uh, science translational <laughs> medicine.
5: Can you it's, do me a favor and send me an email with a link?
7: Yeah, uh, you know what, I'll, I'll do it as we speak. Could you give me your email?
5: Todd T O D D at ToddTalk.com. dot com. Todd at Todd Talk, T-A-L-K, .com.
7: Okay, you should have it right now.
5: Well, it doesn't work that fast, the email. It's got a little filtering. Uh, it's got to check and make sure it's not uh, being attacked or anything. But it'll come soon. So uh, so go ahead, finish your point.
7: So my point is that, you know, we're, we're here now. Uh, with your last caller speaking about vaccinations, and some of the concerns that we as conservatives, I won't even say Republicans because Republicans, whatever, you know, we don't, we don't know what these Republicans stand for anymore. They're, they're part of the problem. Uh, but We as conservatives and Americans uh, are, have been uh, scared and nervous about, you know, what we've heard and, and the, the things that, you know, sound like conspiracies and some we bought into and some we didn't. Uh, I'm, at least from my vantage point, seeing that these things are actually occurring now. And the effort to control people on a worldwide level is now here. It, it actually can be done. They have all right, to so Mike,
5: this brings me to what I want to talk about today. So um, that's good because the, the way we get out of all the problems that we're in with government is to go back to having government that's properly conceived of and operating in our best interest, as a small, minimal government that protects our rights. The job of our government and our society is to protect our rights. And our rights include to not have things planted in our body by the government or by a company they've hired to give us a, a, uh, you know, a shot without telling us. The government is, is that- too big and too oppressive and too invasive, and we need to uh, take back our liberty.
7: The, the toothpaste, if I can, the toothpaste is out of the tube. It's not going back in. We're, we are not going to vote our way out of the situation we're in. Why? Because we are now an occupied country by, quote-unquote, American citizens who have been naturalized in the last 30, 40 years and know nothing about the foundations of Western civilization.
5: They don't appreciate No, you're them. you're uh declaring uh defeat before you know, so it maybe we have to convince them of the dangers of oppressive government, but most people coming from other countries are very familiar with the ideas of oppressive government and they'll be uh open to the argument. I've got to hold you there, Mike, because we've got to take a break. Thanks for the call. Eight six oh five two two nine eight four two. I'll lay this out for you when we continue. And I'm gonna get your feedback on it. Stay with us on WTIC.
4: It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080.
5: Rocking, rocking, rockin' on a Wednesday. So my my idea is that we have to. Um, there really, there's a lot more of us than there are of them. I don't, I don't buy, I don't buy the idea that we can't. It's irretrievable. Because we have to retrieve it. And the founders, remember what they did. They fought a revolution against the United States of their time. They went against the richest nation with the most powerful military. And they bucked them against all odds. Why did they do that? Well, I don't know. Big government is stupid. Big government is stupid and evil and destructive. And... When a bunch of smart, passionate, inspired people decide they're going to do something, usually it's good to put your money on the, on the inspired people, not on the corrupt, lazy. I mean, if you look at the people running the state of Connecticut, run it absolutely into the ground. And the lame lies they tell to be able to continue to run it further into the ground and to create more debt and make it more unsavable – there was a story yesterday about the um, financial condition of the state, and it's all nonsense. The story is nonsense because it makes it sound like the, uh, the financial condition of the state is good. And it does mention as an aside, by the way, that there's tens of billions of dollars in debt that has, has been uh, bonded. You know, that's mortgaged. It's a mortgage that has to be paid. But that's money you owe, and, and the debt on that is uh, potentially crushing. And and they did mention as well that thirty percent of the thirty um, percent of the annual budget in the state is paying debt service. These things are not sustainable when interest rates go up. When interest rates are uh, a half a percent or a percent, you know, at the whatever the level the government gets the money, well, that's not such a big deal. But when they're when they're having to pay real interest, then then the that starts to explode. So. In real terms, the state of Connecticut is insolvent. They don't write that in the story about how great the finances of the state are because, you know, we're we're being hustled by everybody today. All we have to do is stand up and say we're not going to take it anymore. There is an expression about a small number of highly motivated citizens. Do you know who said that and what that quote is? If, if anybody knows that, let me know. Roland, any idea about that quote? A small group of inspired citizens? Only if you know. Okay, thanks. Um, I don't know. I read it recently. I should have written it down. But, you know, that's all we need. Most Americans weren't even with the revolutionaries during the revolution. They thought they were nuts and they're and putting everybody's lives at risk. 860 But I want to start a new political party in the state. And that's that's my new mission, and and there's other people on it. Yes, other people will be on it as soon as I tell them about it. Sam in Barkhamstead, hello, Sam.
3: Hi there.
5: Oh, you're so happy again.
3: Well, you know what? If you get to pick a word to be for the day, be that one.
5: That's a, you're right.
3: That's a good one.
5: <laughs> well, good you, you should write a self help book or something. You've got a, you've got the answer to everything.
3: Oh, I don't know about that, but I try. <laughs> I was going to just tell you, when this COVID thing first started, I was so confused by the way they told us to handle things. Mm -hmm. I've been through a lot as a little girl with polio and all this kind of stuff, measles, before you got (laughs) and flu. You do not isolate everyone. You isolate the sick and the elderly if they need to be.
5: That's right. You don't shut down the society. You shut no, down the part do of it not. that's threatened.
3: That kills your immune system. What does? Blocking yourself away, keeping it, yourself so clean no germs can get to you. Yeah, it
5: makes you weak and you lose the ability to fight off disease.
3: Yes, and that's what they encouraged all of us to do. I won't even use that bacterial soap. But, you know, you're,
5: well, you're right not to use it, I think. But there's, a, there's another part of our immune system. There's the um, societal, cultural immune system. You have to, the people who are not put at risk need to go out and keep the economy going and keep yes. the supply chains in place so that the, the economic immune system stays alive.
3: Yeah. You know what we've got here? We've got some very, very smart people running everything, but they don't have a drop of wisdom in them.
5: Who are are you talking about, Sam?
3: Um, Who's who's running the country?
5: Nobody. (laughs) Nobody runs the country. It's certainly not... the
3: ones who are mandating stuff and doing all these things. Well, they're screwing up. doing that.
5: You think they're very smart people because they're like Dr. Evils, because of the bad things they do?
3: I don't think some of them know the bad things they do.
5: I disagree. I think uh, they're pretty savvy about it. And because they don't run the country, Ned Lamont does not run the state of Connecticut. That's a misconception. He's a Uh guy who has been elected to an office that gives him certain prerogatives, one of which is to have the media act like he's useful to us, and things he does are important. But those are all fallacies, and, and he's a joke. And Joe Biden is a joke, and Joe Biden doesn't run the country, and the executive branch doesn't run the country, and the Congress doesn't run the country. They're all just together letting it fall apart and and running it into the ground.
3: Uh, There's a head to this thing. There's a head, but... But I I lost my train of thought. Sure. Well,
5: that's all right. We're out of time. But you were delightful anyway, and it was great to talk with you, Sam, once again. Well,
3: I'll be calling back again when I get my thought back tomorrow.
5: All right, Sam. Sounds good.
3: Bye bye.
5: Thank you so much. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. We've got rants to play. I've got some sound bites to to play you. I need to lay out this uh, format for you.
4: Hey, Nats fans, are you ready for opening day? Swim on, hit deep to left, down the line toward the corner, and it is gone. Goodbye! Catch every pitch, every home run, and every curly W live with 106.7 The Fan on the free Odyssey app. Goal, goodbye! Bang! Zoom goes k Ruiz. The voices you know, the team you love. Your Washington Nationals. Your Odyssey.
5: Live games available for fans and market only.
4: It's Todd Feinberg. It's Todd Feinberg. Monday through Friday, 3 till 6 on WTIC News Talk 1080.
5: WTIC, good afternoon. Yeah, so my plan is we're going to start a political party. We need a new political party. The Republican Party in the state is useless for the most part, uh, except for, you know, there's Rob Sampson. There's a couple good people gail master francesco but for the most part there is nobody representing the rights of the people and standing up for the american system of government so since the republican party doesn't do that you don't have to worry that by supporting a third party you would be putting at risk the republican because the republicans lose anyway so the 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 thing is wide open let's do it vinnie's calling from middletown hi Vinny.
8: Hi, my name is uh, Vinny Artizone. I'm here at uh, Whiting Forensic Hospital.
5: Awesome. What's going on?
8: Well, I feel there's a big injustice in the United States of America and in Connecticut. Oh uh, well,
5: how about it? How about it, Whiting?
8: Yeah, that's that's the big problem. Yeah, well, let's stay
5: focused. You know, you you've got the best example of what a disaster government is right there
8: yeah it is very bad
5: tell know. us what the problem is like what's going on as specific to you and those around you but ideally just you what's going on where you see the craziness
8: what's going on is that i was thirty-one years ago i was a businessman i owned two businesses mm-hmm. and uh... my father was sexually abusing my sister and beating my mother and beating my sister and uh... i had a problem, and uh, I thought he was sexually abusing my daughter, and I stabbed him, you know? Yeah. So I didn't go to corrections. You, I came to mental health.
5: Because they decided that you were mentally ill.
8: Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I was very successful. I, I can't argue that I didn't have mental issues at that time. But they kept me here for my whole life, just about, and I never had no prior crimes
5: yeah well do and, you uh, did you feel that you got well represented at the time no, that your interests were being stood no. up for? Do you feel that they were have been trying through these thirty one years to uh, they, they make you better and get you back into normal life?
8: No, they just warehoused me and they built a case to keep me here to say that I should be here. Like, I was transitioning seven years ago. I had seven overnights in the community in New Haven. And uh, I had a woman come over, and they said I broke a rule. She wasn't approved. I've been here seven years in a locked mental institution for a woman coming over.
5: Wait, you were somewhere else when the woman came over?
8: No, I, I was out of this hospital transitioning in the community. I had an apartment.
5: You had your own apartment, but you were not allowed to have any guests?
8: They have to be approved.
5: Okay. And were you unaware of this?
8: No, I was aware of it, but I felt that I wasn't really doing anything harmful or hurting anybody, myself or anybody, and it wouldn't be a big problem, but I've been here seven years and could be longer.
5: But the thing is, if if they put you in a situation where you could do that, where you could just invite somebody over, even if you weren't supposed to, they couldn't have thought you were that dangerous.
8: No, no. They, uh, nobody ever says I'm dangerous because I have cases and with five of uh, my doctors saying that I'm safe for the community, I'm not a danger or a threat, and I'm not mentally ill to the extent I would be.
5: Vinny, why are you able to call and have this conversation with us?
8: Because my friend uh, told me she heard your station, people talking on your radio station, yep. and she thought that I should do it.
5: Yeah, but, uh, but I mean, you have phones you can call anybody you want and talk all day? Yeah. Well, why don't you call more often?
8: Well, I, I will, but uh, she just told me about it yesterday. Okay,
5: I want to hear all
2: of... Uh-huh.
5: I want to hear all about whiting. Yeah. I want to hear... What's the worst thing that you've, uh, you've experienced there that was done to you? Uh, the
8: worst thing was uh, I was uh, provoked.
5: The language, good.
8: And I said, what did you say? And they... Uh, they called the code, and they all jumped on me and put me in restraints. Mm-hmm. The mental abuse is greater. I don't know if you know about the Shahadi case. Sure. Here. Yeah, I have doctors you could talk to.
5: Yeah, you mean they, they would talk to me? Yeah. Do you have email? Can you send me a note?
8: No, I don't have email here.
5: You're only allowed to phone people and talk on the radio. Yeah. Aren't they so smart, the people who do this stuff?
8: Well, uh, I mean, I have uh, a a doctor friend that works here. I don't know if he'll be willing to call in, but uh, he thinks it's a disgrace that I've been here so long.
5: Is there no protocol in place for you to... Yeah, there
8: is a protocol. To be in this under the board, you have to be so mentally ill and dangerous and... uh,
5: No, but so you've been there 31 years. How often do you get called in for some kind of assessment? Do you get an annual assessment or every six months or what?
8: Uh, When you're in the community, it's every week you come in for an assessment.
5: So they're in touch with your, uh, they're always assessing you and for your condition. Is the nature of your sentence, does that hold that you have to be held in perpetuity?
8: No, it was zero to 35, but people are saying that's wrong because back then when I did my crime, if I went to corrections, it would have been manslaughter at 20 years maximum at mm-hmm. 50%, which would have been 10 years.
5: Wait, so you killed this person? Yeah. Okay. And is there is there any way for you to get a review, to just uh, sign up to have your case reviewed to see if what's... Uh, at this moment, if you should be somewhere else, or release,
8: I have uh, I have those reviews in place. I have a lot of court proceedings pending.
5: And do you have an attorney? Uh,
8: I have three attorneys.
5: Uh, are Are they doing it pro bono? How do you get attorneys?
8: Pro bono, uh, state appointed.
5: Vinny, can you do we have? Can you give us a way to contact you? Yes. And what would that be, by mail or telephone or what?
8: I could give you the telephone.
5: You can, and it rings to your room?
8: No, it'll ring out uh, in the day room, and you have to ask for my name.
5: Oh, good. I'm going to put you on hold, and you talk to Roland, okay? And he'll take the information, because I want to talk to you further and learn more about the... Yeah, you know
8: what I was wondering? Yeah. I could send you some information on my case. I don't know if you could give me the address. I'll mail it. To you.
5: I will. Uh, Roland will give you the address when I put you on hold, because I want to learn everything about your situation. And yeah, I don't the, know if you've that... heard, but but on Thursdays, I think at three thirty-five tomorrow, we have on Kathy Flaherty, who works to represent people who are trying to navigate the uh, yeah, you know the she, system you're in.
8: She works here. Uh, but she's not too much of a help for me because my case is blatant violation. Yeah, well,
5: uh, I'm going to talk to her about you. So yeah. I'm going to put you on hold, Vinny. You talk to Roland, my producer. Roland's going to write down your contact information. He's going to give you the address so you can send me some stuff, Okay. All right. If you want me to come over and visit you, anything like that, you let me know, okay?
8: Yeah, you could do that. Uh, whatever you think is better, me mailing it or you come visit Well, me you next. should
5: definitely get the stuff to me quickly, and then I'll look into, I'll talk with Kathy and find out how I can uh, make contact and learn more about your case.
8: All right. I'll give you the address and the phone number.
5: Okay. I'm going to put you on hold right now. Don't hang up, Vinny, because Roland's going to take the call, and he's going to talk to you. Wow. What a great call! Thank you, Vinny. That that's amazing. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. If you read, it, go just go to Google News and, or just Google and type in a story about Whiting Forensic Hospital, and read about what an utter. Oh, come on! That line one call. Who was that? Whoever I just hung up. Call back. I was just going to talk to you now. I want to talk to you. Badly. I want to talk to you. Because he was, I had a caller on hold who the first one who wanted to talk about uh, the new political party, eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. The purpose of the new political party is to create an organ through which the people can be represented. When you listen to situations like this, what is what does state government do? It takes people, throws them in a building, and lets them sit there and rot for thirty years and longer, without. One drop of compassion about what's in their best interest. I'm hypothesizing here. All right, maybe there's a couple drops. Maybe I'm overstating the case since I know nothing about the case, but I do know government very well. I know that government is the most destructive, dangerous force on earth. And one of the ways you can prove that to yourself is you think I'm crazy for saying that and you've never heard anyone talk that way before. But the reason you've never heard anyone talk that way before and the reason you think I'm crazy for talking that way is because you've never thought about the fact that government gets to talk all day every day about all the wonderful things it does and how much it loves you and it just needs to crush you a little more financially and then everything in the state will be wonderful. But it never gets wonderful because all they care about each year is getting that extra little bit of money. That's all they care about is getting more conning you into thinking that somehow Whiting, when they rebuild it, is going to be a better place. The people who ran the abusive criminal Whiting Forensic Hospital, the state of Connecticut, are going to build a new one because the old one didn't work right. But but they don't know how to run a hospital. How can government run a hospital? You know how they run a hospital? They don't do anything when people are getting killed there or abused there. That's how they run a hospital because nobody's actually in charge. Nobody's in charge of a hospital that's owned by the state. Well, They can hire somebody, but he still leaves at 5 o'clock because he works for the state. What's he going to do, act like it's his own thing and walk around at 9 o'clock at night to make sure all the doors are locked and make sure everyone shows up for their shift? That's not how government works. Businesses operate that way. Business owners make sure the doors are locked when it gets closed up at the end of the day. But if it's just the people's money and the people's institution, they go home at 5 o'clock and they assume everything will work fine. The custodian will lock up. That's how government works. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. The doctors at Whiting, I'm sure they'll be fine. That's what government thinks. And when there's a crisis, some elected representatives from the House or the Senate who are on some committee, they don't drive there to go see what's going on. They have people come to them and testify and tell them about what's going on. And then if there's any media, which isn't likely, covering them, they'll bang their fist and act upset about what's going on there but they can't do anything they're just cogs in a wheel 8605229842 i want to start a new political party are you with me a liberty party a freedom-based party like the libertarian party but effective and visible and good communicators what do you think 8605229842 rant line number 7514698 this is WTIC.
4: Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show. Live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080.
5: All right, we have an expert here. We have a expert at starting political parties, I believe. Tim in Hamden. You want to help start the new party? no
6: i don't want to help sir i've got my own problems, but uh, i i wanted to ask you a series of questions okay do you Do you want a political party or do you want a political action committee
5: What would be uh the benefit of one versus the other
6: well, a political action committee uh you know doesn't have some of the the problems that uh a political party has you know definitely with Political parties, you have to have your own bylaws and that sort of thing, and you can be a little bit more selective. So, it, a political party, um, you know, uh, so the question is, would you endorse, uh, you know, can- standing candidates like, uh, Rob Simpson, or, or, but would you endorse someone like, uh, Themis claretus if she signed a direct? No, election? no, the
5: whole point would be to avoid the Themis Claritus of the world. Okay. Let her but be how, a Republican.
6: How do you avoid the Rob Simpsons? Uh, the, the, uh, you know that that sort of Rob Sampson's
5: Somebody you don't want to avoid. He believes in the American system or government and fights for it. So I would okay, want him. So, how do you? Okay. Well, how do you do that? What's the? Uh, how do you filter well, that, out?
6: That, that's that's part of the that is part of the problem. Trying to you know, and we saw that with the independent party and people coming in. You'll have every Republican around mm-hmm. saying, "I want the you know the Liberty Conservative Party, whatever you call it." Endorsement also. I want to be on another ballot line. And yeah, but know, they wouldn't
5: yeah. want it so much if the guy who started the party stood up and said, "This guy's a fraud trying to steal our party. <laughs> he doesn't uh-huh. believe in what we believe. So if you believe in what we believe, don't vote for that guy." Who's okay? Well, that that sounds that sounds
6: good. You know, you're definitely going to have to you know, have a written agenda and platform that, you know, people can say, yeah, we support this. There and you go. We don't support that. Yeah, yeah I want to have uh, a very
5: clear platform, small government. Every, no, everybody's got to respond to all proposals with a small government mentality. Okay, uh, so look forward to uh,
6: your candidates uh, not being allowed on other stations and uh, television stations. Oh, I'm ready else. for that. Yes. Okay. Good yeah. luck on the fight. You know. Uh, um, well, you know, no, nobody said saving the state's going to be easy. Oh, tell me about it! Absolutely, I, I love to. I uh, was being on hold, you know, uh, getting uh, great commercials from EverSource and other people saying how wonderful their programs there are. There you go, yeah. So, so that's good. So good luck on that. I, I, you know, you be a cheerleader on the sideline, but not joining. Okay.
5: Thank you, Tim. Thank you. All righty, Tim. I, I've never heard that particular mood from Tim. I haven't. 860-522-9842. Call in a rant, seven five We're going to play the rants whenever. I don't actually have any time open today, I don't think, to play the rants. But somebody will not show up, I have a feeling, and we'll do it then. Or, if not, in between the guests who are booked, we'll play the rants. The rants are great today. The rants are weren't the Weren't you amazed, Roland, how good the rants were today? Good rants. Man impress us with those things all right so we're gonna get a traffic and weather and and then a news and uh then we've got the four o'clock hour that we do and we will get to talk about especially with joe markley we'll talk about uh, the political party we're going to start one of the candidates we're going to run is mark christopher from the bps lawyers traffic center mark christopher will be maybe our candidate for governor what do you think mark